Good morning. Good afternoon. I think it's still morning for me here on the West Coast. What uh, good day, folks. Welcome to Perspectives and Focus. My name is James Hicks. Uh, today we are going to have a a, a fun conversation. We're going we're, we're to talk very technically, but we're going to have an interesting conversation to make it relative to to everyone out there. Uh, behind the scenes, I have Sarah Savelli. Sarah is a global manufacturing science and technology project manager who is focused on cell and gene technologies at a very large life science and biotechnical organization. Her organization is is leading is a leading supplier for active chemical ingredients and solutions to the pharmaceutical and agrochemical industry. Today's discussion, you know, is going to be focused on on making these incredibly technical terms and functions and processes more relatable to each of us, the consumer. Uh, we're essentially going to be answering the question of why her role and her company matter to the greater good, and we're going to really try to dive into understanding the technology behind the science. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Sarah Savelli to the show. Sarah, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm great. Thank you, James. Thanks for having me today. Fantastic, fantastic. I'd be remiss if I didn't at least say hello to the folks who are joining us. I told people that I was talking to a rock star today. So people are are, are jumping in and, and saying and showing their appreciation, saying hello. So thank you all for Hi. joining the conversation. And if you have a question for for Sarah, please put a cue in front of it and we can probably dialogue and, and converse about that as well. So Sarah, I'll tell you what, I gave kind of the the quick elevator introduction of you, but it, it's always best to have the individual actually speak and say who they are. So if you don't mind telling the people who you are. Absolutely. So let's say for the long audience, uh, I am manufacturing science and technology scientist and I work in science and uh, for a small group of individuals that uh, are familiar with the uh, terminology scientists in the biotech industry. My role is manufacturing science and technology project manager. So, um, you know, as Jim mentioned, it is a worker work for in the large biotech industry. And uh, we manufacture YCA drugs. And the role of NSAT is very particular. So let's say that NSAT plays a critical role in technology transfer. So technology transfer is a process of transferring a technology from two entities, right? So, and in my context, these entities are sending units, uh, which is the global unit, client, research, paid store, organization, to look at receiving units, which is the CBMO, right? So the industry has the ability to manufacture uh, drug products and to ensure that the drug product is safe and effective uh, for the end user. So why the technology transfer is so important? So technology transfer, yeah, per se, isn't a policy, right? So, so that's aspect of my work, but it is a management requirement from a regulatory standpoint. So basically ensures that a research is properly transferred to the clinical application. So, and that's absolutely team to understand, to make sure that gaps are identified in preclinical phase and they are fixed or mitigated before these drugs are actually used, right? So that's the high level summary of what I do. That's the 30,000 foot level for the people like me sitting in the back of the room. If you, if you could, so, so again, how that translates, how that relates to, to us either, again, mm -hmm. from a, 
uh, an understanding of your role and I guess an understanding of, of your organization and, and how that relates to us on a day-to-day basis, what, what you do, right? How do I see what you do in terms of what, what I do on a daily basis for myself and for my family? Again, are there products, services, um, what? I, I don't want to put in any words in your mouth, but again, are, 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 what are the aspects of what you do at your organization and how do I take advantage of your research? Absolutely. So, yes, I mean, we don't do MSA doesn't do research, actually. We are mainly involved in translating that research, right? So we make sure that the manufacturing process that is behind, you know, the drug itself, the physical drugs that is delivered into the end user is robust enough, right? And meet all the requirements for the drug product to be safe and effective. So, and that's an important portion because we are not creating it in the job that I do and not generate the badge, the one. A stage of transfer actually the virginia patients, but it's a preparation phase, right? So it, we, we make so sure that everything is set, right? So the equipment is ready, uh, facilities ready, right? The materials are ready, mm-hmm. and everything needs the GMP requirements. The GMP requirements are good manufacturing practices, and they're simply a set of rules uh, and procedures that are uh, adopted by our pharmaceutical industry to make sure that they, you know, the people a drug that is safe for the for the end user. So um that will be a little bit more about simple words. Got you, um, got you. Okay. But it's cross functional activity. So let it's cross functional. So really work as a team. So I take care of the portion that is regards the manufacturing process and the materials approved for use in the manufacturing process and make sure that all the apps are closed but of course there are thousands of aspects, right? And quickly because they can take care of in a quality control, quality assurance. And so we really, you know, work as a team to make sure that we are you know, delivering this benefit to the end. So, because that's what we do while we're waiting, life saving rats and life saving drugs has kind of value, like the advantages in your benefits. And uh, yeah, I think that's exactly okay. what it's this job also. I appreciate that because because that actually is the statement that I was looking for, right? The quality assurance aspect, right? So you, you're providing technical expertise around quality assurance for, for, uh, the, the products, the services that, that your organization is delivering. Exactly. Now you, you talked about a lot of medic, medical, uh, issues and things like that. There, there's a ton of things that are out there affecting society today. Now, are, are there specific, uh, ailments out there that, that your organization is focused on, or, you know, you know cancer, you know, the world stopped for 18 Absolutely. months because yeah. of COVID and things like that. Are, are there something specific that you're focused on? Absolutely. So we need to make a difference because my environment industry I work for is a large So as you really mentioned at the very beginning, uh, we specialize in this entire biotechnics, right? So uh, I can speak to the cell and ginger, jump the office on cell and ginger technologies. So well, maybe it's worth explaining what cell and ginger technology is, right? So um, it is, let's say that this terms are groundbreaking discoveries and I really like to find groundbreaking discoveries because uh, they, they really have the, the ability to treat, to, to cure a variety of diseases from, you know, genetic disorder, disease, cancer, uh, you know, what is metabolic, even metabolic disorders and uh, they really have the ability to offer a better quality of life to special those individuals that had unmet clinical needs and they don't have other treatment options. So, and why is that? Because I mean, I like, you know, defining some teacher is as 
that is considered equivalent outside Italy uh, to a PhD. Yeah. But actually, I mean, we need to point out it's absolutely, you know, PhD and his biocolibs, five years post-creative program, you need to do very different, distinct aspects, so right through your paths. And, and so if you take this post-creative program as, you know, most of the medical school and specialized in clinical biochemistry, it really means that you want to have a career in the healthcare industry, right? So, mm. and uh, it is very clinical. So that's why it major strong cluster each and focus. And so I started my career, I remember, you know, when there was post-grade improvement, that I was working at hospitals. So oh. that's where I started my career. And it is specifically in the diagnostic medicine laboratory. So that's where I learned different kind of diagnostic technologies to uh, analyze, you know, biomarkers and biological fluids, all that kind of stuff. And then when I landed at you know, into the specific sector, which is the uh, transfusion medicine, transplant biology uh, division that caused the body, you know? And that is a really, I think at that point, started reading my growth. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, when I started working in the gen uh, and that's exactly the point where I learned to deal with work pressure and time pressure. Because mm. I know if few people know that, but you know, especially when you are just what we're used to do is really analyzing the histopathic between the door and the patient, right? In the context of bone marrow transplant or, uh, you know, sort of organ transplant. And what, what maybe the people in, out of the audience not, don't, doesn't know is that when you have a disease, to, you know, door, right? So that disease, the door, you have a really certain type, time, window, time frame to run all possible tests and uh, make sure those results are accurate because in during that time it's a brief time time frame during which your organ and that organ is kept alive so okay. you need to make sure in that time that you find the right match and uh, i think you really that was the moment where i saw that massive massive growth and uh, but then you know when i did you know twist and switch from the diagnostic medicine to the social field and my the first, uh, you know, uh, and that happened actually in his way because I was working on that. I think it explains a lot of my passion because the first two, three years of my post-graded program actually was unpaid, but I was working as a full-time employee. Okay. And, uh, uh, but then when uh, you know, the hospital received its regional funding and the work, you know, budget was allocated to the, um, uh, to the silent tissue bank, that's where I was switched and got there and got closer to the cell journey. Love it. Love it. See, it was a loaded question because I, I knew the answer mm -hmm. of where you went to school and I knew that I knew that you were the scientist, but I, I, I did that for, to, to show subject matter expertise, right? For the folks listening and, and watching. So, so folks understand that you, you, I know you're the real deal. Now, now, now everyone else knows that you're the real deal mm -hmm. as well. What, what's what's great and what's interesting, and we didn't plan this, but you, you, you touched on some things about the, I must say the mental uh, stress levels or the, 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 the amount of, of pressure on you to do your job and to do your role effectively. Um, I did want to go into something particularly, and, and, and let's talk about that because again, we, we talked about the passion for science from a professional perspective, but again, everything that you do, everything that you're involved in, all different stages of, of diagnoses, all different stages of illness, things like that, that's got to wear on someone uh, significantly, right? And, and how you deal with that. So, so 
we talked about the professional side. Let's talk about the personal side. And I do want to bring up this particular tweet that you sent out um, and, and, and go kind of in context about this, right? And, and I'll read it out to, to, to folks. Uh, after, don't, don't be embarrassed, too. I'm going to read your tweet out online. <laughs> after 15 yeah, minutes of pause and deep breathing, I can pretty much sum up my life in the following lines. I have had and still have hundreds of reasons to feel frustrated and as many moments in which I've felt and feel desperately helpless. But I have three very good reasons to feel empowered. One, I turned my passion into a career and I get paid to have fun. That's, that's really cool right there, which is very rare. I have a mission that started with helping people in need even before realizing that was my mission and it's now expanding into making the world a better place for future generations to live. That is the result of a long self-education process that is changing my beliefs and driving little meaningful actions in my daily life, my freedom. That cannot be taken for granted, and I will always be grateful to my old generation for what I have now. Life isn't perfect, but as a gift, I learn to appreciate the present because what I have today might vanish tomorrow. So when such, helpness, so when such helpless moments come, I take a walk or a run, and if it is pouring outside, like it's doing right now in, uh, in the East Coast, <laughs> I don't care because I love getting soaking wet and letting my feelings slip in the rain. Sarah, talk about this. This, this is, uh, yeah. we, we, we got to go into this, right? Because this is timely. It's happening right now, and, and it speaks to everything, literally, that, that, that you just said. So let, let's, let's talk about that right there that's driving you, that keeps you sane keeps you grounded yeah there's a lot to say about <laughs> that, that's a good one right there that, that, that's a tweet right there that, that, exactly. sh that you should be saving in in the archives for sure yeah yeah and i mean i was only experiencing in that moment uh, the you know this uh, level of persuasion um well i haven't you know had it in life so any night I was definitely very lucky to have supported parents again, because I'm so I know so a little bit in a situation where I thought, you know, this still happens in life. And so that's absolutely, you know, that's, that's the green that we brought. But I also had to, you know, I had a lot of determination. I had to uh, fight and to grow be constantly with, you know, a brother that was the genius of the thing at the end. And, you know, and they're trying to show me the people around me that I and a brain and an identity, right? So no, it's a whole net beside that and I it was particularly difficult because I remember when you know when it was in high school, secondary school, even primary school, and I was my brother's sister. So I was not I wasn't sorry, so I was my brother's sister always every time. So and I think, you know, I embodied that from that time the uh, Let's give her a second there. Probably having some internet issues. The on her was there we go. With, uh, with my frustration, with my frustrations, uh, uh, you know, I taking up. Oh, there it is. Def definitely storming in her neck of the woods in the country there. So that that's why we were having some slight audio issues as well. But uh, I, I had a feeling that this was happening. We'll give it a second for her to come back. There we go. I damn, I'm sorry. No, wor no worries. It's, it's that crazy storm happening on the East Coast. So, uh, yeah. so I would say, you know, waiting, you know, I always used to hope way my daily frustration is when you just sitting in a walk around. And I'm a solitary person, I have to tell you that. So, even, you know, I'm able to 
make tons of friends in a professional setting, you know, because I have this networking capability, and also huge jobs of self-awareness. So I can say that I'm accomplished career, right? Mm. You know, from a professional standpoint, because I've turned my passion right into a career. And so I mentioned in the back, you know, from a personal level, on a personal level, you know, I don't feel exactly complete. So yes, I can tell, oh. I can tell you that my life is rich, right? And it's rich because but I switched from a professional standpoint and that's what really, you know, keeps in holidaying in my daily life. So that I can't say that I'm a complete person, a person that I'm a very shy, for instance, you know, so I'm, I'm an introvert person. I really struggle to the expense. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's also the level of frustration. Yeah. That's the portion. Yeah. That's, a, and, and again, those vulnerabilities, those, those, uh, yeah. just, just being able to be introspective and, and understanding our, our, our limitations, our, what, what, whatever they may be, you know, whatever adjective that you, that you want to use, but being able to put that out there in the universe and, 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 and acknowledge that and strive to do better each day, knowing where you came from, knowing where you are, knowing where you want to go. That that's really what I read into that, right? You, you have respect for the ones that came before you, you have respect for your, your technology, your industry, your education, and you're utilizing your platform because you do have the platform, right? And uh, your, your platform is also the, those last three letters at the end of your name, <laughs> right? So, so that yeah. right there, and, and I, I, I focus on that because I really like the fact of talking and, and putting on a pedestal and showing and giving everyone their flowers, women and minorities, especially in, 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 in prominent position. So women in technology is huge and we need more champions like you talking, sharing these stories, sharing these awkward, vulnerable stories as well, because that focuses and helps for us getting to those STEM environments and right the science, technology, uh, education, in engineering and math. So had to get, had to get it right. <laughs> so, so kudos to you on, on that. Appreciate that, um, that, that dialogue and being vulnerable for a second. Um, Let's talk about the role and, and talk about the future. So we talked about past and present, but you know, future evolutions of your type of a role, what it is that you do, um, future evolution of things within your industry and your field of focus. What, what do you see for the biotechnology, agri, agri-technology, just, just again, what, what you see on a daily basis from your organization, uh, coming down the pipe. Yeah. And you know, this, this is an interesting question, actually. And uh, I mean, I want to, to answer these questions in the most accurate way because I mean, I think you know, answering this question is important to understand the market landscape, but necessarily it's absolutely important because I mean, it's absolutely key that to have a customer focus and a pigeon focus, but we are also part of a large organization and it has been competitors. So the market is very competitive. And so it is it's important and we'll learn to differentiate ourselves from the competitors. So, and I think that differentiation really comes from the leveraging the technology, right? So what technology has to offer. So, I mean, we have a lot of platforms, but I also perceive that in our little many other something speaking of from subject therapy and some kind of genetic context. Yeah. So uh, there will be a lot of solidity in technology. So I talk being developed in the end, even charting the same clinical education. So how do we remain competitive, right? So how do we ensure that we, we remain staying this, especially the action sustain, sustain that competitive And then it's exactly, I mean, I can see the CGT market is high-influenced and even by no more progress in technology. So uh, one can do it from a CDMO perspective, it is important that we focus on 
out of information. So our technology that really allows us to have all the leading to strive, you know, storage and therapy processes and to bring those processes to the market as soon as possible at an affordable price. And uh, I don't know, even in you know, artificial intelligence, I mean, there's a lot of focus uh, on artificial intelligence or, you know, virtual reality, machine learning, all this kind of, I see them as enablers, as tools, right? That, that allows us to improve operational efficiency. And when you improve operational efficiency, you also, you know, automate processes and uh, you are a better chance to, um, you know, produce I and mean, manufacture in a more efficient way at the lower costs. And uh, I think that's, that, that's, that's important. We should be the focus and that, uh, you know, it helps us doing things differently from our competitors. And, uh, and especially now I see that there, these aspects are gaining a lot of attention from the regulatory entities, especially the FDA and the law and the governance policy procedures are, are really the highest value to entry in the world space. So, I think it's key to understand that, you know, the, how these entities regulate those technologies. And uh, yeah, okay. we will see a lot of advancement in terms of technology in new class. Let me, let me, I got, I got two, now I have two questions. I only had one question that I was going to ask, but you, you, you brought something up that I just, I kind of want to ask again with, and I, and I keep saying it, I use this phrase, you know, with the world stopping for 17 months, right? And has, has that caused you, your team, your organization to pivot and focus more, 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 more finely on, on COVID, right? Again, so you were doing work, you were doing business be before the pandemic, right? And you, and you probably focused on, on, on a number of different things, a number of different diagnoses and a number of different technologies, things that I need, but has, has what we what we as a planet have gone through this past 17 months has obviously, has that taken obviously the priority over any of those other activities? And do you see any of that shifting or do you see more resources coming? How, how has that affected you yeah. on a day-to-day -day basis, right? What, what you focus on? Yeah. So absolutely didn't change anything, which sense. So we were meaning to sort of competitive, right? Mm. And uh, we just increased our, uh, you know, portfolio. We just, you know, increased it. Mm. Uh, introduce the more modalities, right? Within our portfolio. And um, yeah, we just started manufacturing. We just, you know, focus a little bit more on what was a, an emergency situation at that time. Uh, but we still have not kept absolutely under, you know, manufacturing plans. So, so, I mean, uh, and we are allowed to buy the teams to you. It just wasn't, you know, you have an opportunity for us to explore, to explore the old, uh, new, the uh, new areas of business. And, uh, uh, which has absolutely takes them into the point already right now. I mean, and of course, material shortage of this kind of stuff, oh, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. it's been a, you know, probably general problem, but uh, absolutely it's not affecting us. My goodness, my goodness. All right, fun question, right? We, we, we dove all the way down and, and we got real technical, but again, I'm a, I'm a technologist by, by education and trade, and we talk technology, you, you talking platforms and hardware and stuff like that for you. What's, what's your, what's your favorite piece of technology? And don't say your cell phone, Lord, don't say, you know, <laughs> whenever I ask this and people say their cell phone, I want, I want to know what's your favorite piece you of really technology? You really want to say your favorite piece of technology, that yeah. specific question. No. Wow. Uh, so, uh, okay, I have to think about it. Oh, yeah. I think it is the self separation machine. My goodness. So, so hold on, draw, yes. you got to draw me a picture of that or something. Yeah. We got to talk yeah, about that. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a technology. So it's, you know, 
it's called. And like, I, I love this. I mean, I think I learned to use this in the past. No, actually, there's another one. But like, obviously, I forgot that one. That is my favorite. But I don't know if I can mention It's a solid sponge machine. It's an automated fire reactor. That's absolutely cool to see. I've ever worked. You you can't just throw that out there and and just leave it. Talk talk a little bit about it. Say, say that yeah. again. <laughs> it's okay now. It's an all fiber bioreactor, and uh, you know it's used to culture cells and spawn cells in a closed system. Yeah, it in London. So I just yeah, I mean just you know you you upload your cells in there and just wait, right? That that's everything. That's everything. It's a completely automated process. Just examples, you have to monitor beyond the opponents if your cells are growing. Uh, of course, I mean, it doesn't have a color, right? So you can't really actually see what's happening inside. Uh, but you can monitor, you know, probably to, to make sure everything is growing <laughs> inside. And you can, it's incredible because it's a very compact, it's such an oddly small bioreactor in a lot of fibers. And, uh, you know, they, the cells, and it depends grow different cell lines, right? So I work on specific cell lines that at the end, you got a huge enough ability before you heal those cells and then you have these And so I was really See that? Folks right there? there there's a true scientist answer right there. I, I, I normally get cell phone, laptop, or some piece of software. Sarah's talking about cell separation uh, devices, things like that. So that, that, that's pretty cool. Appreciate that. For how can folks stay in contact with you? I'm, I'm thinking you have a phenomenal story. You have a phenomenal industry that you're working in. You're, you're, you're in a great position to continue to uh, educate, you know, especially the generations coming after you. Uh, I will definitely put in the, in the, uh, in the show notes, your, your Twitter page. Right. So you'll start getting more followers on Twitter probably, <laughs> but again, is this probably yeah, the, the best way for folks to, to get in touch with you in case they have any questions after, after checking this out? They can use even my LinkedIn platform or okay. yeah, Twitter is fine as well. But I am with LinkedIn as well. And that's where my whole network is. So I have a lot of groups. So it depends, but they can use both. I don't awesome. use Twitter that much. So, you know, it's just like. Yeah, made an account. Oh, we're going to find a way to, to, to blow this Twitter up. We're, we're, we're definitely going to find a way to get, get you some yeah. more followers for sure. Uh, Sarah, I want to be cognizant of your time, and I want you to get that opportunity to maybe go out and run in the rain today because that, that that's what's happening right there in your, in your neck of the woods. I, I know that's and on that's your mind. I know that's on your, on, your, on your agenda. But first and foremost, I'd be remiss. Thank you for taking the time today right because i think this was an important conversation this was different of a, a a slightly different conversation than i typically have right especially on perfect uh mm -hmm. perspectives and focus because i wanted to dive behind the scenes pull kind of the, the veil back and let folks have a conversation and hear from someone who is in the trenches right again we I'll, I'll typically talk to folks who are on the front end folks who are talking from a financial perspective folks who are talking about the managerial side and kind of the strategy but it's, it's the folks that are actually on the line during the operation pieces that we need to hear from as well and, and understand that their role and their activities matter. Uh, the company matters, but more importantly, the people that are, that are doing the work matters. So that, 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 that was my goal, right? So that, that was my selfish mm -hmm. goal for having this conversation today. Mm -hmm. And sir, I appreciate you for coming on. I, I wish you nothing but but the best. And if you, wanted to have, if you had something you wanted to say in closing, I'll, I'll leave the floor for you, then we'll end. 
Well, it's been really a pleasure really talking to you and discussing with you and I really learned with you said. I mean, extremely valued workforce and workforce, uh, you know, in a, especially in such a you know, varied history and uh, and also in diversity, inclusion, you know, principles. So, yeah, I appreciate really this conversation. Teams. Awesome. All right, go put on those New Balances and go hit the work and go hit the road. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys have a great day. I appreciate you now. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. Thank you.